In this episode of Threading Thoughts, we talk about career guidance, career advancement and pivot. How do you get your dream career or job? How can we change our decisions or choices in order to chase our dream? Whether it's a black swan event or looking for a change at your current job, crafting a dream career or finding a great job is a skill that most professionals are not comfortable with. A waste of efforts leads to desperation and most stick to their current jobs or grab whatever comes their way. However, a career can demand a personal brand, power networking and a lot of preparation. Oftentimes, one has to take a step back to realize and reorient their career paths and above all, overcome their fear to break the glass ceiling. Renu is a seasoned OD and leadership trainer coach with a rich experience of over 30 years in corporate education, human performance, employee engagement and communication in HR. She has exposure in the areas of education management, coaching and leadership development through competencies and employee engagement and development of learning and communication content. Being an instructional design specialist, she has immense experience in program design or specialized global high potential and leadership development programs and functional programs. Her other areas of expertise are creation of competency and value models and events and communication management for building organization culture and employee engagement. She has also strategized and implemented programs for global culture development, values dissemination and employee engagement in global organizations. She has had immense exposure in implementing human performance improvement initiatives after being certified on the HPI model of ASTD. She has also been involved in designing curricula for different domains such as global online education degree courses, soft skills, HR, global operations, finance, telecom and many more. She is a Six Sigma Green Belt certified professional and has implemented number of training and facilitation projects to measure outcomes using Six Sigma. Thank you Renu for joining us for this episode of Threading Thoughts. I'm so glad to be talking to you today. Oh my, uh, Mithila, uh, probably gladder than you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet of you. It's really nice that you took time off and joined me today. And uh, what are the top qualities to make one more promotable, and why? Okay, so this is interesting. Um, you see, uh, I would like to restrict my uh, response to a certain segment of people because. um uh, you know you find people at the beginning of their career somewhere towards uh, when they're in the middle and somewhere when they're hitting the top um the qualities that make people promotable are different actually in each one of those and i uh, i prefer to restrict my response to typically the mid segment and the top segment because at lower levels it's relatively easier for people to move ahead and therefore um and and a lot of qualities can get them forward uh but if i really look at people who are uh, in the middle mid uh, segment or they are in the senior management level i i brief uh, the entire thing up to about uh, roughly seven points i'll talk through some of those but um, the first and the biggest one that uh, that makes or gets people promoted are those people who manage in their lives to make single focus strategic goals for themselves even though you know in all corporates you will find a lot of people who who got a huge performance sheet where they they will have a lot of kpas and a lot of kpis 
uh, performance areas and indicators etc etc but we all know, uh, but we all know mridula that invariably a person who gets rewards a person who's doing exceedingly well that one excellent piece that they may have done anywhere people who excelled in one specific area people who excelled in uh, maybe out of a set of six uh, kps they've excelled in like three of them and they they've done a stupendous job so those are the people who managed to grow and move forward and that's when uh, that's where most of the mid level management or managers or leaders fumble because they are forever trying to work on all seven or eight or nine areas or objective goals people who succeed will pull out the two or three top relevant ones the most critical ones that get the highest level of value to themselves and the company and their team and they manage to get through that's how it really works so i would say the first point is really make one single strategic benefiting goal and that works wonders the second thing that is a uh, very crucial and this is very apt for people who are again very senior um it is crucial to have uh, teams under you who are excelling in their work so take your time build those teams up but right. you have to ensure that either you have groomed your population up to a certain level where they are excelling in their work you don't want scattered teams because beyond a certain level when you groom them up to a certain level then you want to be able to follow your own agenda fix a goal and ensure your entire gang is working towards that many people will have loads of team members under them and they are forever trying to groom them left right and center all the time they will have because they are not good at team building they will have a lot of team members quitting left right and center and therefore forever in their lives they are always managing to hire new people train them groom them coach them bring them to a certain level then they again quit so it's very important to learn that art of having people who are excellent by the way i must add to this that they must also not be scared of hiring good people a lot of heads manage to get intimidated by people uh, who have probably better skills or better knowledge levels or who will better performers than than themselves and therefore they are scared to touch them they won't even touch them as a board board true true so it's very important to ensure that that people or leaders don't get scared of hiring good people if you find somebody who's exceedingly well who's who's done exceedingly well just don't think for a minute just hire the person in the process you will learn to manage them true so that's the third quality and every excellent performer does that people uh, leaders managers need to be self aware they're scared to understand their own limitations and therefore they're scared to even take feedback from people therefore they don't even make mistakes now people who don't make mistakes are typically those who will keep doing the same thing repeatedly because the moment you start doing something new you are bound to make mistakes now if you don't make mistakes then you are actually making uh, you actually fumbling something because you'll never try anything new the moment you don't try anything new you're gone your your career is com- completely finished because the market scenarios the environment the organization goes everything keeps changing so if you don't change don't try new thing you will never make mistakes and people who are scared of making mistakes they're forever you know if i make a mistake what will happen to my goal sheet what will happen to my performance review etc etc they will never change and those are the people who beyond the mid level kind of come crash landing they can never grow beyond the mid level uh position it's so almost like uh, a comfort zone right renu so yeah absolutely uh you know this is there's a very uh, three liner bit on this um, and i'll say that uh, both in hindi and english 
इट इज भूल करना प्रकृति है सो इट इज नेचुरल टू मेक मिस्टेक्स मान लेना उस भूल को मान के गलती मान लेना uh, वो संस्कृति है इट इज इन योर कल्चर इट्स इट्स यू नो इट्स इन आर कल्चर वी आर वी आर ट्रेन एंड टॉक टू एक्सेप्ट दैट एंड द मोमेंट यू एक्सेप्ट इट यू विल ऑब्वियसली मेक करेक्शन एंड सुधार लेना प्रगति है सो इफ यू आर एबल टू रेकग्नाइज और उसको आप करेक्ट भी कर दो देन यू आर प्रोग्रेस यू आर ऑन दैट पाथ ऑफ प्रोग्रेशन अदरवाइज your career is doomed so that's how in a nutshell i would um, just summarize this um the the last few points are uh, one that whenever you any uh, mid level or senior manager wants to grow i am very very convinced and that's the way i when i you know coach people also when i train people i i work with them extensively in this area that if you are not a brand by your own self if you do not have a single quality that people can identify with you uh, you with then um, you know you are on in on very choppy waters uh, if whether you are going ahead and you are having a chat with a new organization or you are having a chat with your own leadership and you are looking at promotion and growth etc if you don't have anything solid to take forward with you as a proposal saying here is what i can do for you they take you very lightly mm. they will tend to reject you don't you don't stand for something if you don't stand for something i know now with you know uh, many number of people when they go in for senior level interviews and and if uh, they are asked um, either interviews or even for promotions you know when they are asked um, why should you be promoted what do you think you can do so the the kind of responses some of them are um, very very lame and weak because they would come back and say um, you know i want exposure in abc area i want to learn that also etc etc now come on i mean you need a promotion why would a company give you a promotion because you want to learn something and it's very difficult uh, for a lot of people uh, to understand that when they want a promotion they have to speak the language of contribution you know say that at that position here is what i will or i can do for you and therefore i need to jump to that position so people forget that they are forever talking about you know their own hunger i want to learn i want to do this i want to do this and right. that's when they dig- that's um, that's um, very very crucial and therefore around what they can contribute how they can contribute how they can bring value it's very important to create your own brand image around some of those and the uh, last uh, couple of points uh, are this that i think people forget to network and i'm not saying network just outside i'm saying network within your own organization so if you are talking about outside we are not networking with our own fraternity with our own level people with higher level people with our own function people uh, and so on and people in your own organization they are not able to network with their own leadership so exactly. uh, if you can't rub, you can't walk into somebody's office a senior guy and you can't talk to them uh, get promotion i mean you you not comfortable around them so uh, this is one huge big quality that people uh, really suffer with and let me tell you that uh, the muse and some of those places hbr and uh, places they come up with some metrics they saying that people who are aspiring for growth almost 50 to 60% of the people are suffering because of this so um so it's very important for people to understand that they need to be able to have their own network uh, network with the leadership get some level of comfort with them right um that's crucial in the last but not the least is uh, is this people feel that if they have to grow 
this is very interesting if they have to grow become indispensable ah if anybody right. tells me that i will put a huge big red cross mark on it because the moment you say you have become indispensable people will never let you grow yours they feel you are doing so well in your current role so it's important i mean i i do remember you know one of the organizations that i was working with i was um, i was positioned abroad somewhere in one of the companies and and i was um, uh, doing some consulting for a company um, it was a uh, university and the dean of the university was getting some work done from us and i was the india uh, project manager who was there uh, looking at all the work and uh, i was stationed at uh, that place working from the, from uh, the, the the client's office and i remember that the client got so comfortable with my work that he said if your organization is sending work to us i don't need to review and approve if you approve it for me i'm done i don't even want to see the work i have that much trust on you right it was a very happy state i was very happy very thrilled but then guess what happened uh, i was very happy with the thought that i am indispensable Uh-huh. and this my customer doesn't want anybody else he didn't want any other project manager he said i just want her and uh, guess what there were ample number of opportunities that cropped up and i do remember my own bosses said no do not even touch her because she's doing that entire project so well that right. i cannot even risk putting her out of that position so i lost out two very huge um uh, opportunities of growth just because i was feeling very happy about the fact that uh, that i'm in, in this place. and that's something that i would recommend to everybody you know with hindsight i can say never become indispensable so uh, this is basically a var model the core pillars of how i encourage people to grow and that's what i typically focus on for anybody uh, the one on the left which talks about a coveted premium contribution or strategic vision this is that one goal that i talked about have one contributory single focus goal and there are people who come with you know very scattered thoughts i sit down i have a huge interesting visioning exercise with them and i reduce it to one or two focused goals that they want to work in and at this stage also manage upwards by bringing in their bosses and bosses bosses into the picture to see how they can make their bosses also succeed by doing whatever they have i think the moment they get that piece even if there is a person who is not able to get along with the bosses if the boss understand that this person is going to help me achieve my goal the boss is going to come back come back and help you correct correct loads and loads of people uh, make a mistake so that's one area that i work with the second area is um, uh, on the right hand side which is this unleashed board advocate so basically i say that whenever you want to grow it is important that you don't keep talking about your own self left right and center in front of the entire world otherwise you sound like you're bragging but correct. it's it's very important you cannot let your work speak for yourself only so it is very important to um, you know work and create a board or a council of people who can talk about you so uh, this is an area this is it's actually not that um, not many people are comfortable with but yes that's what i work in work with the the bottom one says create a conspicuous personal brand i talked about the personal brand what do you stand for what do you want to do how can you contribute to the company so create a very conspicuous one and then once you've created all of that and you started working on that then in the middle i got something called that that says to your horn ensure that the world gets to know what you're doing 
mid-level, upper-level senior management leaderships, if we don't talk about what they can do, what they have done, etc., um, the world is never going to let you grow. Uh, the, the vertical axis talks about being self-aware, being accepting and being active. Now, this talks about knowing myself, my gaps. Accepting means taking feedback from people and then becoming active to ensure that I correct those issues or develop those areas within me, whatever are the gaps. Right. And the one on the x-axis, on the horizontal one, I'm talking about core critical. So I'm talking about that one focused goal that you have. You've created that vision, the contributory goal. You've communicated that in terms of how you can contribute to that world. So if I show this on a x and y axis, then people fall under different areas. If you see the, the one in blue, ignorant, silent survivor. So this person would, would be low on self-awareness and would, would, would not have a single goal. And those people are typically ignorant of what their gaps are. They'll be very silent people. They won't be talking about themselves and they will just try to survive in the world, the big bad world. They can't really do much. If I go up to the green one, which is they become self-aware, they accept, they become active, but they still don't have that single focus goal. So they're scattered all over the place. Right. These people are caught. They'll be busy doing lots of things, but they're not talking about anything. They're very silent. They tend to become backbones of certain companies. But you know how the backbone is taken for granted many number of times? That's how they start operating. So they don't, uh, you know, reach any leadership positions if they're sitting in that quadrant. If you look at the one on the right hand side, which is the yellow one. Now, these people are low on self-awareness. They won't even accept their mistakes, fallings. They're not actively trying to resolve issues within themselves. So they're typically ignorant. They become visible for sure because they're communicating and they become loud shooters. Now, you can imagine what happens. You know, you don't know your gaps. Uh, you don't know much about yourself and you are a mouth shooter. You are bragging about yourself. Now, I... I I would hate to say what these people are called, but these people are typically shunned from meetings saying, you know, these people are blubber mouths, etc. They have no clue what they're talking about. So this is that category of people. And the green one is really the one, ones who are conspicuous. They're self-aware, accepting, they accept their faults. They're actively uh, correcting them. They are looking at that single one or two goals. They communicate and they contribute. Now, those are the people who become conspicuous uh, and consciously excelling heroes. Heroes, heroines, whichever way. I'm sorry for using that word, which is then signifying uh, But this is my grid that explains what are the qualities one should have to be able to get promoted. You know, the moment you look at the grid, there is this clarity where we actually see where we fit in. Uh, sometimes yeah. we just need uh, something pictographically to explain where we fit in or what our characteristics are and then the growth uh, forward. That's beautifully put. Right. But what aside training helps people grow at various stages in their career? Well, that's very interesting. Um, if, we, if you were to ask me, um, I don't think uh, training people in, uh, you know, uh, training typically ends up working for people who are looking at some basic level skills and they're at their lower initial stages of careers or whatever. Beyond that, you know, that that modus operandi of putting a set of 15, 20, 25 people into training and getting them trained on a certain area typically never works. I mean, right. uh, I don't know, if you were sat in a classroom, you will understand what I'm saying that if you go get trained on, let's say, uh, any subject like presentation skills or public speaking, 
you walk in and if it's a two day training program the third day fourth day fifth day you will be conscious of what you've learned after that you've forgotten everything no in the so, so it's important that um, we focus on other areas uh, for ensuring that we change and progress in life now to develop ourselves there are many ways in which uh, one can i think the uh, training is the the lower most the highest one right at the top is getting coach because mm-hmm. there you are working with somebody individually and somebody is kind of helping you identify what your areas are and is only addressing those areas and not for all 20 people it's just for you so that's a single uh, coaching goal that you have aside that i think in, in today's world self learning has become very key crucial and especially in this area in this world of or uh, era of internet any time i get stuck with something i think the first thing i do is google it out true um nothing better than that so that's uh, definitely it. i think uh, many number of times we use a few other tactics or techniques uh, one is um, that um, if i want to upskill myself in a certain area i think um, i the first thing i would do is go ahead and try and teach that to someone I mean, I can possibly fit my way through when I'm talking, but if I'm trying to train someone, yes, I will make sure that I will learn that subject by heart. It will be there in my bloodstream, also believe me. <laughs> uh, and only then I will go ahead. So it's a beautiful way of upskilling yourself. Uh, that is one. Apart from that, I think when people are working uh, in organizations, taking on challenging assignments is very crucial. Uh, if you want to upskill yourself in a certain area. just jump into that area get a feel of that get try to look for projects that can give you that skill nothing better than trying things out i think that's one of the one of the best ways to uh, deal with that aside that you know it depends on what really is the gap in a certain person now there are various um methods in which one develops i call them the alternate uh, development approaches it's um, in my philosophy i call it ada uh but in that let's say for example um i extend let's say that there is a leader who is weak in a certain area let's say for example this person is is not very comfortable maintaining discipline in the team now what do you do you can't at probably at a certain stage you know you know you you can't go around running trying to learn discipline at a certain stage because you're doing far greater so then what do you do you take your team and you find out what their strong points are start delegating these jobs to those people because you can't develop yourself in all areas so best is you go ahead pick up somebody who's very great at, at discipline in your team go ahead and delegate that piece in the process you also learn from that person the person also develops will thank you for developing that person and your job is done because uh, that person takes care of de- uh, delegation that person takes care of discipline in your team and the job is done so um, aside that i think there are multiple um, other things uh, for example i i do remember when i was with ge uh, we had looked at developing um, operational leaders so at any point in time if you want to get somebody ready for handling uh, you know handling a big location so you want that operation leader to be comfortable in all functions be it operations be it finance be it marketing be it sales be it hr be it people be it whatever because that person is going to held head a location so right. then in that case i said okay you come to the background of operations no worries we request that person to go ahead and work for 1 1 2 2 months in any function 
Mm. And actually, we help them to do a specific project in that function. So, let let's say, for example, the person can be placed in the finance function for three months or two months because we are really serious of getting them, giving them a very high position in a in a big location. So, you put them into finance and don't just put them into finance just so that they can watch people and you know while away their time. No, give them an actual project to understand the basics of finance and go ahead and do something that the finance team has been trying to do since the last six months. They've not managed. You go with your skill set, go ahead, run the project, come back and show that you've done it. That's a beautiful way of developing. And that's how you get, let's say, operation leaders up and ready to get, you know, look after the operation. Uh, the entire organization with you, right? Just, yeah, it's absolutely. not just a single journey. That too. And then, you know, people start getting conviction in you because you actually done superbly uh, amazing stuff for their functions. So they start trusting you. They start believing in you that yes, you can do some you know great jobs very yeah. well. So, so these are just some of the ways in which people can upskill themselves. This is so beautiful. Thank you so much, Reena. Because a lot of us, when we say upskill, which is what I've been trying to get through by using you know experts come and talk on this, is that it's not just going into some training program, getting a certification, and then trying to say that you know I'm done with the certification. Hence, I'm ready for you know taking on more responsibilities and that stuff. It's a lot internal, I think, uh, adjusting the compass as well, right? And learning quite a bit as well. Completely. In fact, my sense, I think, the, uh, since you've talked about it, the first thing that helps people develop or learn is just getting a mind to say, yes, I can do it. The day you say, yes, you can do it. I mean, it's very difficult for a lot of people to even come back and say, yes, I can do it. In adversities, or when they have negative scenarios or a negative market condition, if a person says yes, I can do it. Believe me, the person is going to hang upside down to make sure that it gets done. Right. So, right. so it's a beautiful way to develop. Just figure it out. Put it in your mind that yes, you can do it. You make up your mind and believe me, people do it. I think that's one of the biggest ways to develop yourself. That is such a positive note and uh, thank you so much for joining us. There's just so many things that we need to learn. And I think just talking to people has, it will open a lot of our uh, thinking and change the way we look at things as well. It's not very linear anymore. So thank you so much for taking time off. Oh, thanks again. Thanks again, Mijima.